He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. All right, welcome in everybody to another episode of The Mix this week, and this will be our Super Bowl, Super Bowl show. Excuse me, we've got the Bucks and the Chiefs finally in the Super Bowl this weekend after a couple weeks off in preparation, and we've got our, our Mahomes and Brady Super Bowl matchup, Lance. Excited? Oh, to say the least. Oh, I am, I am very excited. It's still, like, it just... I've said this probably so many times this year. It just doesn't feel real. Like it, the Super Bowl's in three, two days, three days, two or three days, whatever it is. It, I mean, it's literally days away, hours away, and it still just is like a surreal feeling, man. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I guess for for those that have not been following along, that you know don't don't know you like you know you get comments when we go out and whatnot like oh you're a real bucks fan you've been there since day one yeah i mean there's nothing more that drives me insane as getting called like yeah brady fan like no 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 honey i've been here since josh freeman even before josh freeman i lived the Jameis era uh it's it's a lifelong thing it doesn't matter that brady came it was obviously great that uh brady's here now but you know, it's it's been a lifelong uh, it's been a lifelong dream that is being played out right now. Yeah, and I couldn't be more excited for for you and for for the Bucks this week. I'm personally cheering for them as we've discussed in a few as you know their their journey of three road games getting to the Super Bowl uh, has been tough, but I've uh, been cheering for them. But a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about some injuries, how we see the game going, as well as you know a lot of the other narratives, and then we're going to hop into some props as well. Give out a few picks here and there. I guess we haven't. We haven't uh, quite gotten there in our in, in the Super Bowl week, if yeah. you will. It's first time think, thinking about it, nonetheless. And then we'll make sure to throw out some more picks on Triangle Sharps this weekend as well. But nonetheless, we're going to get into some fun props and all that that comes along with the Super Bowl. So first, we'll hop into the in- injuries, and we'll start with the, the Kansas City Chiefs, if you will. And, I mean, we're going to go right to the offensive line. Both of the tackles out for the Chiefs. Eric Fisher, obviously, with torn Achilles, and then... Uh, the other Schwartz, side, something Schwartz. I don't remember his first name, but an All Pro guy a couple of years ago. So, yeah, also out. So for the Chiefs, missing both tackles is going to be obviously huge against this Tampa Bay defensive line, especially on both ends. JPP having some injury issues. Did I see this yeah, week? He's he's fine. He'll That's be, what I was going to say. There. Did not practice. I think he's just resting. It's fine. I was going to say the same thing. Shaq Barrett and the boys, they're all going to be ready to get after these tackles. And obviously having Vita Vea back, back last week proved to be huge on the inside as well. So I'm curious to see how this, this Tampa Bay D-line steps up this weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's the story of this game, right? I mean, I think if you can get pressure with four and you can kind of play some more safe coverages and avoid those big plays, that's that's really the model to beating the Chiefs. I mean, that's what the Bucks were doing in the second half of last year. That's what we've seen, you know. The, t- the few teams that have beat the Chiefs, they've just limited the big plays and, you know, kind of been able to get home with four. And, you know, this isn't a Bucks defensive line I would want to face with one player playing in the same position as they started the year with. That's, I mean, that's very significant, especially with the two tackles out. I mean, 
Bowles is gonna or Bowles is gonna do his best uh his best job to put Mahomes under under pressure and make him uncomfortable. I'm not sure that that is something that can be completely done. You know, he's just so like cool and collected. Mahomes is, and you know, but getting home with four and bringing pressure with four and not having to send those extra guys at him is is no doubt going to be a massive part of this game. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And for for the the Chiefs moving forward too, other than apart from their offensive line issues, we can get into the narratives here in a little bit after we get through some injuries here. But it seems like other than that, they have I believe one switching tabs here through the four that I have. So Willie Gay also out for this game, linebacker for the Chiefs. I don't know how much that's going to be necessarily an issue. Other than that. Not seeing a whole lot in the injury in the injury column. Sammy Watkins is now questionable again this weekend. Could come back, it seems like, hearing from Andy Reid. Other than that, for the Bucks, Antoine Winfield, Jordan Whitehead back, Antonio Brown also questionable. Seems like he's going to be good to go. Getting some some healthy guys back out there for the Bucks is going to be crucial, especially in the secondary too. Yeah, I mean the the Antonio Brown one's obviously the the one I'm watching. I'm also watching, you know, Cameron Bray, who has stepped up in these playoffs massively, I and mean, he doesn't get enough credit. I mean, we haven't even talked about him really at all this year. And during the playoffs, I mean, that game against Washington, he was he was magnificent. He's been great the whole postseason, and you know, that's a lifelong buck. I mean, he's been here for probably four or five years now, and those are the kind of guys that I like to see succeed realistically. So I'd like to see him out there and you know get a chance to play. And and you know, I think he will. I mean, it's the Super Bowl, right? Like. These guys are going to go. I mean, they're going to go give an arm and a leg to go play. So, yeah, no kidding. And I'm I'm excited for Antonio Brown in the fact that I just like, I want to see everybody out there. Like, I feel bad for the Chiefs, you know, having a couple offensive linemen down, but like seeing everybody out there being healthy. Like, I think this game is just going to be just massive. One of the better Super Bowls that I feel like we've seen in the past few years. I think. Just the, everything leading up to this is just—it's just massive. It's just I, massive. I mean, yeah, storyline-wise, like you said, we're, we'll get into. But I mean, this is a, a Super Bowl that is absolutely just—I mean, littered with the storylines. I mean, on both sides of the ball for both teams. I mean, it, it, it should be an incredible game. I—I hope—I hope that it is, and obviously, I hope the Bucks win. But you know, I hope it's an incredible game. Like, like I think it has a real shot to be. All right, so let's hop into some of the storylines here, and the biggest one: the Chiefs' offense and. Listen, we were even watching a documentary on Tyree Kill the other day and this Chiefs offense, and it's just like, man, what are you, you going to do to stop them? I mean, it's really what it comes down to, and whether it be Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, all these weapons of these Patrick Mahomes has at his uh, availability, you know, uh, I guess I'm butchering a word there, but I think this Chiefs offense is just – it's revolutionary. It's just going to be tough to – to keep up with, I think, and this Bucks defense is prolific, but how much are they going to be able to limit what what they're going to be able to do? I don't know. Over under set at fifty six. That seems that little, seems about right. I, I think. Yeah, and I, I I don't know. I think it's. I mean, they're very good at what they do. Granted, but I yeah, I mean, right? They are they are very good at what they do. I mean, especially in the playoffs. I mean, you look at. I mean, just. The, the Chiefs' offense is is a wagon. I mean, to put it simply, they just have so many weapons, and they have so many, so much speed, and a perfect quarterback in that system to get the ball to that speed. I mean, obviously, Mahomes has probably the second biggest arm in the league behind Josh Allen, maybe. Um, but these guys are. Uh, I mean, it's a wagon. I mean, it's going to be tough to stop. You know, you saw what they did uh, with 
the Bucks in week 12, I mean, they just basically had their way, especially, you know, Tyree Kill. And I think obviously the Bucks are going to, they're, they're going to do their best. They're going to do their best to limit it. But, you know, there's only really so much you can do with a team and offense of that caliber. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And having an offense this good in the Super Bowl obviously is going to put a lot of, of stress on the Bucks defense and defense that's been playing really well as of late. And, Obviously, getting everybody back healthy on this defense is is huge. We talked about Devin White a lot. We talk about Winfield, Whitehead. These guys are going to be key in slowing down this this Chiefs offense. and And will they will they be able to to get enough? And uh, I'm I'm curious to see a little bit too with this this Bucks defense in terms of how much pressure they're going to get in terms of bringing bringing blitzes. You know, whether it be Shaq Barrett, we see coming up the middle a lot. You like to talk about that at least is what yeah. I'm I'm kind of drawing to there. And then as well as, you know, whether it be Devin White, doesn't matter. I'm just curious to see how they mix that up this weekend. Yeah, I mean, with an offensive line like we talked about that has so many guys missing, I mean, I would like to hope and assume that we are going to do our best to confuse that offensive line. And we have so many, you know, blitzes and so much different kind of pressures and so many guys on that defense that can get to the quarterback and make plays on that, make plays and, that that's tough for any offensive line, let alone one that you got guys playing out of position. You got guys in uncomfortable spots. You got backups in the game. I mean, you, the Bucks really need to confuse that offensive line if they have any shot in this game. And then what I kind of touched on earlier is the pressure with four. I mean, you got to drop, you got to drop seven. You, you, you got to be able to get pressure with four against Mahomes. Otherwise he's just going to pick you apart. I mean, I know he's, uh, he's been probably the best quarterback in the NFL this year against the blitz. And, you know, it's it's going to be tough but if we can get if we can just get pressure with four sorry i kind of had to like break break away from podcast mode just like back into fan mode but getting that pressure with that front four the stacked front four is is vital in this game to win this game yeah i'm curious to see when we're talking about this too in terms of the bucks defensing limiting the points getting stops in the red zone could be massive the super bowl sunday I think if the Bucks could even just get a couple, like just get a couple field goals in the red zone, stop from putting up seven, I think is massive. Um, obviously, the turnover battle we're huge on talking about. Um, we talked about Sean Murphy bunting, even having a pick in both games leading up to the NFC Championship, correct? Do you have a third one? Uh, yeah. No. No. Uh, yes. Yeah, he is. he's the first. He was one of the first defensive players ever to get a an interception in the first in the three playoff games, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But nonetheless, you know, if we if we see stuff like that happen, which is hard to predict happening with Patrick Mahomes, I would say. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I I think that if the Bucks were, you know, if they could get one, if they could get whether it be a pick or a fumble, if they could get one of those and a couple stops in the red zone, they're going to be right in this game and I think they're going to have uh, a a pretty decent probability of, of winning if they could do that. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a part of what I saw in Week 12 that, which I'm sure we'll be going back to a lot in this uh, in this podcast, but that's one thing that I saw in Week 12 that I was I was very pleased with is, you know, in the red zone, they were 0 for 3. And granted, they scored a 70-yard touchdown and a 50-yard touchdown and another, like, 28-yard touchdown or something like that to Tyreek Hill. But, you know, to hold that team to 0 and 3 in the red zone is massive, especially considering – the Chiefs are like the best offensive or red zone offense in like the history of the NFL. So is that just 
you know, kind of some variance going against them against the Bucks, or is there something there? Obviously, their speed is somewhat negated in the red zone. You know, there's there's less room to cover. There's less deep ball threats. You know, you can kind of limit them, uh, limit that speed, especially in the red zone. So that's it's kind of the story of this one is stopping them in the red zone. And if we can recreate that zero for three in week twelve, I I, I love our chances. I couldn't agree more. And especially, I mean, this was a three point game that I mean felt you know for the majority of it way out of out of reach after the first half and I mean if you know you take away that big tire kill first half and uh, a lot was going on there I mean this is this is a ball game a, a Buccaneers defense that held them to just one touchdown in the second half I mean that's a hell of a rally and for this game to be you know three points apart is is pretty crazy yeah I mean even with Brady you know throwing two picks in that second half and really really forcing it i mean some of those throws were the worst throws he made all season and you know you got to do that when you're you're in a hole that big that early and especially when the run game is basically non-existent but you know we won the second half 17 to 7 like there's a lot of people just counting the bucks out of this game but you know i know the chiefs have the tendency to kind of lay off the gas and kind of coast through the regular season especially when they are up 21 to 0 within 15 minutes of the game but that's it wasn't an accident I mean they still had their guys out there they were still it ended up being you know a good game I mean the buck the Chiefs got the ball with four minutes left and had to run out the clock and if not you got to get it back to Brady down three with you know Bucks get a stop there and you know who knows so yeah this is this is crazy and I, I wanted to point to one stat too in this this week 12 matchup too the Bucks held the Chiefs to or made the Chiefs punt four times, which is something that we talked about, I think, last week, that, like, the Chiefs hardly ever punt. Yeah. Like, they may only have, like, one to two punts, and let alone they had four in this game. I think that's a lot of credit to this the second half, I think, of course, and in the rally that the, the Bucks decided to, to really come around at, at halftime and, and give the Chiefs a game. Yeah, and I think part of that, too, is we played a lot more, uh, like, too high safety. You know, in that first half, it was just basically – um, Carlton Davis just on an island with Tyree Kill, and part of that is scheming. It wasn't all obviously meant to leave Tyree Kill and Carlton Davis one on one, but you know a lot of that is scheming. But the fact that they played more second or two deep safety in the second half, I think, kind of tells the story here. Like we saw what we we saw was working, and we uh, kind of implemented in the second half. And hopefully, Bowles and and the guys are uh, are studying their film this week and seeing and trying to recreate that second half. So. Yeah, I think too with the the Buccaneers here in this the Super Bowl matchup. I was even seeing some like comparisons to like you know, you talk about Todd Bowles and, you know, the film sessions leading up to this. That I feel like they got to go a lot back to even like I feel like some of these Falcons teams that have like put up numbers against the Bucks or the Saints even too. I think if you go back to a lot of those games and how similarly you can you can see the successes in some of those different types of ways and how you're getting pressure. I think if you draw back to those, I think that that'd be a good start. Um, I, you know, not necessarily saying that they're doing that, but I uh, just, it was an interesting, interesting this thing to see this week. Well, and I mean, the defense is, is playing just on a, I mean, a different level in the playoffs. I mean, they have seven sacks and seven takeaways in three playoff games, which is, is pretty absurd if you ask me, but it's still the Chiefs, and that's kind of the other uh, other side of the coin on all this. Is you know the Bucks can do all they want, but sometimes it's just too much, and that could be the case here. I obviously hope it's not, but 
I mean, look at all those weapons on that side of the ball. You get Sammy Watkins back. You have Tyree Kill. You have Travis Kelsey. You have um, Hardman, the speedster, and another Robinson. I mean, they just have unbelievable talent on the offensive side of the ball. And Bucks are going to have their hands full. But, again, going back to that second half, 0 for 3 in the red zone, one only gave up one touchdown. I mean, hey, it's recreatable. Yeah, I feel like one thing we haven't kind of – unpacked yet in this Super Bowl matchup is Travis Kelsey. I mean, this guy, you know, just insane, insane. And the thing about this is, too, even with Hill, you know, obviously ABML stretch the field and whatnot. It's just I always I always whenever I'm watching Travis Kelsey, it's just hard not to watch him just find holes in the zone and just sit there. And then he's just like there waiting for the ball. Mm-hmm. And then it arrives and then he'll either just like basically go down. But it's it's crazy to watch. I I I just am excited for this weekend, and we'll get into our bets here in a little bit still, but I'm curious to see how the adjustments, especially from the first half of the Week 12 matchup, come into the Super Bowl. I I personally think it's going to be way under, not way under, but under, but I think these defenses are going to step up this weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at going off uh, Kelsey, I mean, he caught eight of his eight targets in that game, So, and I'm sure that season long the numbers look something like that i mean their connection is is pretty un pretty unbelievable when you really look at the numbers and look at how successful they've been together it's they're gonna have their hands full and the bucks um linebackers have have struggled in coverage this year at times especially in zone you know devin white that's really my only knock on him is the struggles in zone coverage i know he made a play against the saints obviously but you know those are those are issues that are still there and i think that Mahomes and Andy Reid coming off a bye, which is another kind of a storyline that's been going around, is that's going to be – they're going to have their hands full. The Reid is going to have some stuff uh, dialed up, I'm sure. So, And we know Reid's good. I actually saw a stat, too, that Patrick Mahomes is 7-0 and as well coming off a bye, <laughs> let alone Reid's already good statistics yeah, after great. a bye as well. I think one more uh, storyline I'm looking to as well is how often will the Bucks, if they're – given the opportunity to take risks. And we've talked about this with the Bills, I believe, and previously before. When you're playing an offense like this, sometimes you're just going to like, you you have, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go put up seven. And it's going to be a credit of whether like the Bucks are just in it from start to finish or if they get slightly behind, what's going to have to happen. I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. There's a lot of different ways this game could go. I think we both know that. But whether this game is close from the start or the Chiefs are hop out to a big lead. I'm curious to see how the Bucks take advantage on, you know, fourth and ones, whether it be at midfield or and just barely in plus territory. I think it's going to be interesting to watch too. Yeah, that's one thing I've uh, I've liked about Arians is he's not afraid to, you know, get his guys out there. And especially with Brady this year, I mean, Brady has got to be the best third down and fourth down quarterback ever in the NFL, I would imagine. So trust him, you know. We're not. You're not going to win this game by punting. Let's just say that. I mean, your defense can make all the plays they want, but you're not going to win this game by punting. You got to be aggressive, and I and I think Arians knows that, and I think um, Leftwich knows that as well. And I and I hope that they uh, they they are aggressive, which they they are going to need to be for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You got a couple more storylines before we get into some more uh, fun fun picks for the weekend. Um, I guess the the Bucks offense especially the ground game is going to be very important. I mean, they carried the ball for almost six yards to carry in week 12 against the chiefs, but only got to run it 13 times. Granted they were down by, you know, a million, but 
it's going to be important to establish that run early. That's the Chiefs' weak point. That's where you're going to make your money against them. That's where you can kind of uh, kind of exploit it, keep Mahomes off the field. And I really, really, really hope that Arians kind of puts that, puts his ego aside, puts the, you know, run and gun, let's just throw the ball downfield and kind of tries to control the clock. And I don't know that he will. To well, be yeah, and, you because he's the stubbornest coach in the NFL. But Going back to week 12, too, I mean – the Bucks lost the time of possession by 13 minutes. Yeah, that can't happen. You can't have you can't have your defense out there against Mahomes for whatever that would be. You know. Entirety of 36 minutes. Yeah, I mean, you can't have your defense out there that long against Mahomes, especially with a deep ball threat. And, you know, your corners are going to get tired. And I remember in that game, I think the Bucks went three and out on the first, like, three possessions. That can't happen again. And they've really, really started slow. They've kind of started to correct that later in the year, but you can't start slow. You really can't start slow. Yeah, I'm curious to see playoff Lenny, man. Playoff yeah. Lenny, big storyline too. Um, I'm curious to see how they they kind of have been developing him as we've been paying attention to it in the playoffs and whatnot, starting to get him more involved in the passing game. It's been interesting to watch. Um, obviously Ronald as well. I mean, he's kind of been shaky. I hope he's I hope he's completely healthy for this game because we're going to need them both. I think we're going to need them both and interchange it. And I really look for the Bucks to run the ball. I don't know that they will, but I really really think that they they should look into that which i'm sure I'm sure <laughs> which i'm sure they're doing pound that damn rock yeah and then i guess um just another thing is we got to protect brady the chief sacked him once as all but he was under pressure 23.8 percent of the time and that was the highest rate excluding the saints this year brady is the fifth best quarterback qbr has the fifth best qbr without pressure and when he was pressured he was 30th among 33 eligible passers so you got to wow. protect brady the offensive line has been playing much better. I mean, Donovan Smith, who I was just going to ask you about that, was my my nemesis early in the year. He has been so much better, and then obviously Werfs and Marpet and you know the rest of the guys up there are they're studs. So, yeah, I I think it's going to be fun to watch this this Chiefs D line. Certainly has some studs. We talked about Chris Jones, I believe, if I'm not butchering a name there earlier in the week, being able to get get after this Bucks O line, and yeah, like you said, Donovan Smith's been been huge in making making progress as the season's gone on because he was just getting them killed he literally was, every he game. was so bad at the beginning of the year it was incredible i mean i just i just remember you just going up to the tv just absolutely ripping ripping <laughs> yeah, donovan was, smith we were we were not very good friends at the beginning of the year but he's been really he's been a lot better i think he was the most penalized player through week six and i haven't noticed any you know i mean i'm sure he's got more holdings or whatever but you know he's been a lot a lot a lot better this second half of the year so nonetheless it's gonna be gonna be a fun one on super bowl sunday it's gonna be a really fun one i i don't know how it'll be but oh one more thing before we head to the props too would you like to explain your situation with your super bowl ticket and the plan moving forward into the weekend so picture me down in florida you know with the family corona just kind of starting can't really do out go out and do anything you know just having some having some beers with the boys and uh the Bucks signed Tom Brady. And, okay, well, that's certainly interesting. I wonder what their odds are. 16-1. Eh, I don't love that number. Da, 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 da. Have a few more beers. End up with uh, $50 on it. So 50 to win eight or 50 to win 900, I guess, technically. And then I am going to put 300 on the Chiefs, plus 3.5, minus 300, and then hope the Bucks win by three. That is my official tickets. 
so far. Well, that's my official like play, I guess, for the game is. So the only way they're scooped is the Bucks losing by. No, I can't get scooped. Or excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, I can't. I can't. You get, can't. I, you you can scoop everything, but I can't get scooped. Yes. So yeah, I mean, I I, I think that's just the move. I was gonna bet the money line, but that just seems kind of you know counterintuitive. I kind of like having a chance of scoop, especially if the Bucks win by three. I think definitely credit awesome, to JJ so. too. Yeah, that was a great idea for sure. If if he tends to. I don't know how often he listens, but if he heard that, credit to JJ. I mean, yeah, that's that you can tell that he's been there before. Yeah, that was a nice that was a nice little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. hops in midweek. He's just like, so are you hedging or what? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we can hop into a few fun props for the weekend. Just some fun things to. Oh wait, wait, wait. Round Sorry, out. one more storyline. Chiefs seven and one in their last eight playoff games with Patrick Mahomes. Only loss, Tom Brady. Love it. I'm leaving. I'll leave it on that. Love it. So. F- First and foremost, I think by now everyone knows that both of us will be on the Bucks. I'm 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 cheering for the Bucks vicariously through you. So I've been on the ride this postseason, and I will be betting the Bucks again with you as well. Do you want to give an over under pick? I'm not going to touch it. I think I'm going to be too anxiety filled. I'm just not. I'm not even gonna really bet that many like props or anything either, which kind of sucks because the Super Bowl it's like the ultimate prop. It's like my favorite game of the year to bet. You know, I'm kind of getting that robbed of me. But I guess if the Bucks win, or it'll be you know, it'll be great. So I I won't really care at that point. You know, yeah, I I would agree. I'm I'm gonna go with the under in this one. And a lot of times with these props like this, when I tend to get into them, I tend to bet a lot of them, and I tend to bet a single trend. So I either get scooped or scoop type of thing and uh in taking the under this this week i am i'm then led to take various other unders around the board as well sure tom brady being one of them patrick mahomes we'll see on that one but a few receiving unders going to be in there as well this week um some touchdown bets anytime to score I, i think are fun to watch this week too DraftKings is literally everything yeah, I, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you can literally bet on somebody getting an interception, as we were talking about before. Just just absolutely inc- insane. But other than that, any other random numbers you're hitting that you've seen? Um, yeah. So I have a few actually. So I do. We talked about you know Devin White sack. It's plus one fifty. I don't love it, but especially if the Bucks are getting pressure with four, which I hope they do, but. If the Bucs are getting pressure with four, then I, I don't know whether it's going to win. But I know Bowles is going to he's gonna blitz. I mean, that's what he does. It's in his DNA. He's going to blitz. So I like that getting plus money on him. To plus get 160 sack. now. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I also have Vita Vea plus 295. Yeah, he's not going to get a sack, though. Yeah. Probably. He's just kind of Shaq bad. Barrett plus 120. I like that, too. Not bad. I, wait, uh, who is on Barrett? Is it the normal starter at right tackle that's on? Yeah, it would be. So I would look to I would look at JPP. See the names again. What's JPP's plus one ten? Yeah, I'll take that too. He's the lowest odds, so that would probably make sense. Yeah, I think that's the they have like an undrafted free agent, a transaction. Yeah, being they, made. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess kind of going to the, uh, I guess I'll say on the Bucks defense, I have the Bucks rush total pick them over the Chiefs rush total. I Gotta imagine William Hill made an error here because I looked at it now. It's like minus six and a half. I got it at a pick'em somehow. 
Um, but I think the Bucks are going to try to run the ball, and I this Bucks defense is obviously just unbelievable against the run they have been all year, and the Chiefs just aren't going to be able to run the ball really at all, in my opinion. So, yeah. So another another thing with me in these trends, uh, the the to- the team total points is something I've been looking into, and the over of the Chiefs twenty nine and a half seems like a great bet, and everything just. I just don't know. I I'm probably won't touch that. I I think I'm going to take the Bucks under, if anything, and maybe just leave the Chiefs out to out to dry there. But all in all, I'm kind of on the unders, and we can get into some more fun props here after. Unless you got any other lines? I have, well, I have. Okay, so then the, William Hill has an odds boosted. Mike Evans to score a touchdown plus five hundred, and the or Mike Evans to score a touchdown and the Bucks to win plus five hundred. I mean, Mike Evans is the guy, right? I mean, he's the fucking man. He's the guy that they target in the red zone. He's arguably the best red zone wide receiver in the NFL. Brady's going to look his way. They're going to get it to him. He's going to score a touchdown. I mean, I think he scored he scored two in the postseason already, and he was like third in the NFL in touchdowns scored. So, you know, that's just a little fun prop, I guess, or a little odds boost. And then my last little total, I guess, or prop, game prop, I guess, is Gronk over 27.5. I think this is majorly undervalued because – he had 108 yards against the Chiefs. Granted, he's functioned mostly as a blocker in the last couple of games, but Brady is questionable, and he had success against the Chiefs. And it's Brady and Gronk. How how is he? How are they not going to connect for 28 yards or 27 and a half yards? I think that's I think that's criminally low, to be honest with you. So I have Gronk over 27, Devin White sack, JVP sack, Evans touchdown, and Bucks win parlayed, and Bucks rush total over Chiefs rush total to round it out there. All right, well, let's clean the little card there. I haven't I haven't finalized all the lines. We'll get into that with sharps and whatnot, but that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm on the, the unders and the bucks so far. Kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. So we'll get into some fun ones. If you guys don't do prop sheets, highly encourage it. Um, you can find them anywhere on Google. You can have however many people you decide to fill them out. A lot of things like people like to do squares too, anything like that, all fun on the Super Bowl. So what happened in the national anthem? Jasmine Sullivan, Eric Church, national anthem. Over under is a minute fifty nine. I saw some some TikTok thing giving away the under. I, I'm on, I'm on it. The under's fun to sweat on the national anthem too. I like the over in there. Two people singing it too. Yeah. Eric Church is kind of a a slower song kind of guy, right? Yeah, At least a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could see that, but he's also a performer. Oh, I'm going back and forth now. Oh, now you got my brain in a circle. You got it going a million miles an hour right now. I would lean the over. Okay. Heads or tails? Always tails. Ooh, see, this is just a, a, a feel thing for me. I always place my bets on the heads or tails right before right before kick. It's always it's just I don't hate type that. of day type of thing. I don't hate that. All right, so next one. Which player will be shown on camera first, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Brady. Wow. Yeah, I think it's got to be I think there's Brady. more. I, I know the right? Chiefs are the defending champions and all, but I think there's even more of a storyline with Brady and, like, the Bucks, right? Like, a little, I mean, I guess it's probably, I mean, probably not, but maybe that's just my uh, my bias coming through, but I'll take Brady in that. Which team's going to score first? Chiefs. No comment. Yeah. yeah. No, Chiefs, no comment. I, I was just looking at a line and going through DraftKings, too. There's a Chiefs to lead after every quarter, plus 250. Don't hate it. I mean, it's value. But hey, yeah. we're on we're on the bucks. Hush hush. 
All right, longest field goal of the game over under 47.5 yards. Under. Yeah, I think under two. I think if, especially with the Bucks, like we talked about earlier, if they're going to be going for it and they're going to be aggressive, which I, again, hope they are, then they're not going to be kicking 47 yards very often, probably. All right, the color Gatorade. Orange, red, green, yellow, clear water, or blue slash purple. I'm going to do, do some research or on none. that one. Or none. Has there ever not, like, when, when was the last time they haven't showered the coaches? I mean, they're going to shower the coaches, right? I mean, yeah, like, I would probably go blue or red. I would lean blue or red. I think I, I, think I like just, just orange. Yeah, I like orange, too. I actually. think orange is just standard color. Yeah. Who drinks orange, orange red. Gatorade, though? Like, what What kind of maniacs are drinking orange Gatorade? I don't know. I like orange Gatorade. You do? Yeah, that's, that's wild. That that's shit. a wild take. What, 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 what's your go-to? <laughs> blue. Always yeah. blue. I like blue. Always blue. I like blue. All right. Uh, last one. Um, Sorry, scrolling down. All right. Are you just so your MVP? Like you just you're gonna have to pick Tom. Like it's just that's the way it is. Oh. See, I I am not sold that Brady is gonna win the MVP if the Bucks win. I'm really not, and I, that's not to say he doesn't deserve it. That's not to say he's not the MVP of the season. But I could honestly see, you know, playoff Lenny. I could see Mike Evans getting that. I could see Devin White getting that if he has a good game. Somebody on the defense makes some plays, and. I went on the record right now on this podcast that I think Damian Williams absolutely got scammed last year. And I understand that you're not going to give it to anyone else except Patrick Mahomes. I get it. But he had a hell of a game. Yeah. No, he absolutely did. Uh, the last question that I was trying to find as I was searching for, for the, my last one there was, what beer commercial will be first be on air first following kickoff of the Super Bowl? Budweiser. I think that's, I think that's probably the square answer. I feel like Budweiser's always got, you know, the Clydesdales and they always got a good commercial. Yeah, I think so too. That's where I was. I can see Bud Light getting in there too. They didn't even this this prop sheet didn't even have Budweiser as one of the options. Well, that seems criminal. Crazy. That seems criminal. That seems criminal. Anyway, that rounds out the uh, the Super Bowl show this week on the Mix or Melrose Media, whatever you like to call it. I think it's going to be a fun one. We can't wait to to break it all down. If the Bucks win, don't expect to uh, hear from us until midweek. I actually think we should do a, if we go to the bar or whatever, I think we should do a podcast right after. Instant reaction. Just just run it. If, the Bucks, it. if the Bucks win. If the Chiefs win, then I'm going to be inconsolable. So Okay. I like it. Just I like that plan. Get on here and just spout off some takes about how Tom Brady's the GOAT and the Bucks are the best team in the NFL. All right. Sunday, 5.30, Bucks, Chiefs, going to be a fun one. Gamble responsibly this weekend, actually, I guess. Actually, gamble responsibly. You can lose a lot of money in the Super Bowl. I've seen it. I've Done seen it. it a million I've times. lived it. There's, there's just everything. You can bet everything. You literally got action everywhere. You don't know what you're going to hit when. It's something, something. Whether it be your squares, your props, it's you just got to watch. Take every, it all in this every weekend. Every single play you is affected, is affects a bet. Which is just a wild thing. Including commercials. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy to even think about. All right, guys. That being said, until next time, we'll see you later. Have a good weekend, and let's kick it. He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. 